Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Michael K is on the radio today. And he ain't afraid to say what he's thinking. Oh, hello. Hi. How's everyone doing? Hey there. Hi there. Hi. Nice. Good. Glad. Why not? Uh, Michael will be with us on the show. As will, yes, at some point. But you know what? Why do we ever say that? With, with all due respect, when when we're on the radio, we always have a tendency to say, oh, yes, we'll be with us. I, I don't want anyone to leave to go watch you. No, I, well, I kind of say it just because it's maybe a tick. I think like, we just say it as... And also, if you happen to be in your car driving home from work... Will I get to watch you later? Uh, and you have zero intention of listening on the radio once you get in the house. Right. And you turn it on yes, that you'll know, okay, you know what? at some point. It's a good point by you. Uh, what's your name? Done. Done. Yeah. It's a good point by you. But yeah, uh, they're like in the seventh now, I believe, of the Yankee uh, spring training vehicle. Um, and so Michael will join us after that game. Exhibition baseball's rough. Oh, boy. Well, because it, it, here's why it's rough for me is that if somebody that's on your team that's going to make the team has a big spring, isn't there a part of you who goes, eh, let's save it for the regular season? Sure. Like, I don't want you hitting 435 foot home runs that don't count so like like soto had that big home run the other day and it's like all right great you want him to do well you don't want him to have an awful spring but you no, also you want to good. make sure that he saves it for when it really matters right you seeing all these scores what the yankees score like on friday and saturday combined some like 30 something runs and don't get shut out on opening day i believe that the entire yankee season is going to feel like this weird flirtation for yankee fans where like like, Don, it's the summertime, and you started hooking up with the hottest girl in school, but no one's around, and you just have this hunch that once everyone comes back to school, by the way, this kind of happened to me in, in college, and that when everyone comes back to school, it's just going to be over. I feel like Yankee fans are going to feel that way about Soto all year. Like, it's kind of a fake dream, and, and they're not going to want to fall in love. They're going to be holding back from falling in love all year. What I think could happen is that this team like they always are are analyzed almost pitch to pitch so if on opening day he goes 0 for 4 it's like oh my god let's he can't handle new york look at this remember a whole thing with stan getting booed was Mm -hmm. because he had that awful series in toronto and then he comes back to yankee stadium and they're booing him already like there's certain expectations that come with being a yankee and being juan soto that really what can he do to impress other than you know, going out there and just raking every single game. But if he goes out there and goes 0 for 4 with three strikeouts, it's, oh, maybe you can't handle New York. Maybe we don't want this guy. And if you're saying, Don, you're exaggerating, We've, I've gone through this True. the entire time I've been in sports radio in New York. And then, Same, if he has, and then if it's the opposite, Don, he has a day that's too good, it's like, well, we're probably not going to have him anyway. He's probably going to leave. I, I, don't, I, don't, I think Yankee fans are optimistic. 
You don't get that sense? I don't know. One just walked in the room. Let's ask him. Anthony, <laughs> you optimistic in your heart right now? Are you optimistic about the prospect that Soto remains a Yankee after this year? Or are you assuming it's a one and done? 50-50. 50-50. Thank you. It's great for radio. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. You should have a talk show. Yeah. 50-50. Go right down the middle. Go back to the board. There you go. On there. Yeah, I, I just think it's, it's it's interesting. But anyways, well, we're not going to do baseball this moment. You know, Michael's going to. You know, Michael shows up after a, a spring training game, shot out of a cannon. So we'll we'll get into some of that later. But uh, what we will talk about, Don, is your local teams. Let's let's do our little a little garden catch up, shall we? Sure. Uh, Rangers streak snapped over the weekend. Last night, I was on the call with Dave. Oh no, Don, are you to blame? Um, no, I wouldn't. I didn't have anything to do with it. They beat Philadelphia on Saturday to make it 10 in a row, and then they lost to Columbus 4-2. Then Rempe lost the fight to start, and it was all downhill from there. So his cult hero status took a bit of a hit. Did He he lost the fight, then they lost the game? Yes. By the way, that's the risk of the fight early in the game. It, oh, it, I'm with It you. works against you. If it doesn't go well, you just like lost your heart a little bit. And I also think that, you know, really, when you're going up against a lousy team like Columbus, the Rangers actually had more road wins than Columbus had wins going into last night's game. Like, so Columbus is the worst uh, team. So why in the are division. you scrapping? So I just think that Olivier, who he fought, and the Columbus Blue Jackets can benefit from it. Yep. You know, if if Olivier loses the fight, so what? We're a lousy team. You know, uh, this Rempe's a star now, fighting everybody and beating everybody. But I think there's way more to lose for the Rangers than it is for the Blue Jackets. So we found out that Rempe actually challenged Olivier before the game. I think that's a mistake. Also, how many fights are you going to get into? You can't fight every game. You know, uh, you, and he can play. Well, this kid can per- play a little bit. Here's my bit, question: so. In this case, you're you're the favorite. You're on the road. Wait, no, no, you're home? Not on the road. They're on the road. They're in Columbus against a team that's bad. What do you stand to gain from having the fight? Like, what, what's Nothing. even... I just think that he got caught up because he, he was challenged by Delorier on Saturday. Heck of a fight. I don't know if you saw it. And listen, I'm not a big uh, fan of fighting in the NHL anymore. No, I saw that one. That was... But like, like a full minute, they're beating on no, the that, was, that a, was a good fight. I mean, it's, it's one of those fights. I watched it on Saturday. It's one of those fights that you go, this is both awesome and absolutely ridiculous. How right. is this a part of the game? It's insane. In 2024, everything that's changed, this right. is absurd. But and, whatever. And he held his own against Martin in the stadium series. So now I guess he was going for the hat trick and uh, didn't work out. Columbus scores right after and, and and the Rangers are, you know, chasing their tail for the rest of the game. Now, I, I think he can play a little bit. He's got a, a game-winning goal, which he had against uh, Philadelphia on Saturday. Uh, he was involved in the game-tying goal last night when the Rangers were down two to one. So he can play a little bit. So you got to get into a fight, get into a fight. But now these staged fights, I'm with you. I think there's a place for it in the game when your star gets hit and you want to avenge him. Exactly. <clears throat> or even if you want to kind of turn the momentum if you're trailing in a game. There's different times where you say, okay, this is acceptable. Now it's the fact that it's staged, hopefully this now levels it off and we get back to playing hockey. Ironically, the Rangers' next game is against Columbus on Wednesday. Correct. So is there going to be a rematch? I, all I, I just worry about the kids' safety. You start getting to all these fights early in your career – you run the risk of, of a lot of injury and problems down the road. So you can't fight every game. you got to put an end to it. Hopefully it'll be on Wednesday. Um, Knicks, not a major shock. I did not think the Celtics would overlook the Knicks on Saturday night. National TV, they did not. No Anunoby, no Randall, no surprise. Uh, the Celtics get the win. Knicks weren't horrible. Um, they fought, Don, but... 
ultimately Celtics dominate them in the paint and end up getting a win. Jalen Brunson continues to be Jalen Brunson, 34 points in the loss. He has 20 points in 17 consecutive games, the longest streak of his career, longest streak by a Knicks guard since Walt Frazier in 71-72. So how good is Jalen Brunson? Incredibly good. Uh, not shocking, though, Don, that the Knicks split their first two to start the, the second half here. I think you're happy. You beat Philly. <clears throat> I, I don't think beating Boston was anything that was realistic, being shorthanded. And now you got Detroit tonight. You should be able to take care of business there. And now the Pelican game will be interesting because with their injuries, it's a little closer, but that could also be a winnable game. To me, listen, you could do all the um, you know the measuring you want. The fact is, this isn't a whole team. Once they become whole, then we can really judge them. The fact is they're in fourth place, a full game ahead of Philadelphia, who they've beaten the last two times they've played them. And they're actually only sitting two games back of the lost column of Milwaukee, who also beat up on Philadelphia uh, yesterday. I guess it was yesterday or yeah, yesterday or Saturday. It was definitely this weekend. The point is, is that just try to make sure you don't fall to the five or six and just trying to put yourself in a position that when you're healthy, you can maybe catch the Bucks or the Cavaliers. The Cavaliers have kind of come back down to earth just a little bit after that long winning streak. Still good. They've won seven of their last ten. The Knicks are only four games back at Cleveland. So stabilize yourself. Win the games you're supposed to win. Take care of business tonight. Beat the Pelicans. Now you come out of the break, Peter, winning three of your first four games, and then you hope you start getting some some players back. And now you can go over and see how far you can finish. But you're not in Boston's league right now, not with those injuries. Even when you're healthy, Peter, I still think the Celtics are better. This is the best team in the NBA, I think. Was it between them and Minnesota? I'm sorry. No offense to Minnesota. I've seen this act in the West before. Remember when the Utah was the best team in the West? Minnesota's got to prove more to me than just one like flash in the pan. The Boston Celtics at least have been there, done that. They've been to a final. They've gone had deep runs in the playoffs. Peter, Boston's the best team in the NBA. And if I lose to them when I'm shorthanded, there's no shame no, in that. Not, not at all. Not a, not a huge shock. Um, and, Don, the other subject that we will get into some today, and in fact maybe we'll really jump in here, is the New York Giants situation. Um, after hearing from... You want to hear Jordan Ronan? Sure, I'm a big fan. Love this the man. Is, this is interesting. This is the Ron on on SportsCenter with some thoughts on what the Giants might be interested in doing in the draft. I've been told by multiple sources that the Giants, if the situation presents itself correctly, the Giants would be at least seriously willing to look at the quarterback position. Who that's going to be, we don't know at this point because it's still early in the process, right? You have the combine, you have pro day, you have visits. That's where you really get to speak and learn about the quarterbacks. And I know from speaking to people within the Giants organization, this is an organization that thinks very much that not every quarterback is made for the New York market. You have to have certain characteristics and a certain personality to be able to handle the pressure that comes with being the quarterback in New York. So what happens over the next few weeks, next few months, that will strongly dictate what the Giants do, either at the top of the first round or with those two second round picks potentially trading back in to the end of the first round. You know, it's funny, him bringing that up, the demeanor that it takes to be a quarterback in New York. And curious for your thoughts as well, one 3776 on the, the idea of the Giants going quarterback in the draft. 
it's funny that Daniel Jones, with Daniel Jones, they absolutely struck gold demeanor-wise. Yes. He's built for it. Like, he is built for this town. He is Eli. He's even Steven. And yet, somehow, here we sit a few years into his career, and you just don't know who he is talent-wise. Maybe they spent too much time looking at that and not enough time looking at the actual body of work. Yeah, they're like, we found the perfect personality for New York. Right. But did you find the perfect quarterback who can throw the football? Now, has he gotten a fair shake here? No. I don't think he has. Because we were just talking off the air. When they lost 40 to nothing on opening day to Dallas, you didn't go, boy, Daniel Jones stinks. You felt bad for him. Oh, yeah. All right. He got to be used that day. And then there was no Saquon to start the season. And then when you look ahead to when... Tyrod Taylor got a chance to play. That's when Saquon got healthy, and all of a sudden the offense looked better. The offensive line started to feel better. And then Daniel Jones gets hurt when he's got a chance to maybe play with these weapons. So last year was tough. But they've got an out at the end of next season. So if the Giants can trade into the sec- trade their two first, second round picks or a second round pick to, to climb back into the first round and keep their sixth overall pick... Well, now you get one of these stud-wide receivers that could either help Daniel Jones or be someone to help the quarterback that you eventually draft. Mm -hmm. There's some decent quarterbacks here, Peter, that look a lot different if you select them 25th overall as opposed to 6th overall. Like Bo Nix, I don't know if he's a 6th overall pick, but if the Giants, say, make a trade with the Green Bay Packers at 25, who don't need a quarterback, and you can trade... With the Packers, well, Bo Nix looks a lot better with the 25th overall pick. Same can be said for um, for Penix. Penix has got the tough knees, a little bit older. But if I'm taking him at 25, Peter, that looks a lot sexier than six. That's what the Giants screwed up when they made the pick for Daniel Jones. It's like nobody was picking Daniel Jones six. If the Giants had traded down and selected Daniel Jones, say, at 20, it would have been a lot different. But at 6, it's like, this kid from Duke? If I at least take Penix at 25, everybody saw him play in the national championship game. Like So that, but if I take him at 6, I think it's too big of a risk. Take the weapon at 6. See if you can trade with a team late in the round. I, I said Green Bay because Green Bay doesn't need a quarterback there at 25. Now... The NFL trade value chart, and I don't want to get too deep in the weeds, but I just want to just throw it out there. The Packers pick is worth 720 points. The Giants' two second-round picks combined are, Anthony, 940, right? So if the Giants trade two second-round picks to Green Bay for the 25th overall pick, they're sending them too much. So maybe they send them a second-round pick and a third-round pick or a second-round pick this year and a second-round pick next year, something like that. And I can get at 25. I get my weapon at 6. I get my quarterback at 25. Now we've got something. And because it could be a project at 25, hey, Daniel Jones, I'm paying you $40 million a year. Go out there and kill it in 2024. Make it a tough decision for us. So Daniel Jones still gets his chance now with a stud wide receiver and maybe some, uh, maybe you bring Saquon back. Maybe you're able to work the extra money that you have under the cap to go out and sign some weapons for him. You give him his kick at the can in 2024, but then I've got the quarterback for A, to replace Daniel Jones if he doesn't take advantage, yep. or B, be able to be there if Daniel Jones gets hurt again. Which happens every year. So that's where I think the Giants are going here, and I think there's a very, very good chance that one of these quarterbacks can be sitting there. And J.J. McCarthy is somebody that's also sitting there 
that people know, people don't love him as a high pick, but would you be shocked if he ends up being a really good NFL quarterback? I, I, I like the prospect. I know Michael doesn't like him, but I, there could be something there. I like the prospect of bringing in someone, you know, in the first couple of rounds, so you wouldn't say it's like taking a flyer on someone, right? I mean, like, when the commies trotted out Sam Howell last year, as much as I was excited about him, remember, he was like a fifth-round pick. He, right. he was a flyer. It was really like, well, yeah, we'll give it a shot. I think the Giants need to go a step further than that, an actual shot at someone. But to your point, you're not you're not drafting someone's top 10 and expecting to revamp your organization because Jones might still be able to play. But someone who you could be developing who could actually come along and be something that's, with all due respect, not Tommy DeVito, whose ceiling in this league, with all due respect, is a backup. I think you, Don, I think you'd end up keeping DeVito as the third-string quarterback and you'd bring in a kid. Or maybe even at first, DeVito's the second-string quarterback and the kid's Mm -hmm. the third-string quarterback. But you bring in a kid and see what you can develop. And that way, maybe you have another option. Perfect world. Jones stays healthy. Looks like the guy you hoped he would be. And you don't have to do it. But I I don't hate that play. 1-800-919-3776. We'll start with uh, Sonny in Little Falls. He wants to talk a little Saquon. What's up, Sonny? What's up, fellas? I just wrote down some points I wanted to make, so I hope everyone had a great weekend. Uh, just real quick as well, Don, Jazz are not the Wolves. Wolves have some generational talent with um, AE, and Towns himself is amazing. Okay. So just, and and Oklahoma City, too, are both 40 and 17. I'm just saying that they're kind of newbies, so let's see how they can handle the pressure of the postseason and the expectations. But you're right. So far through 57 games, both of those teams look really, really good. They're definitely here to stay for the rest of this decade. Thank you for agreeing with me. Uh, also, I'm a 49ers fan, and I just we can't compare Saquon to C-Mac either. C-Mac is just so much more versatile, so he's worth that extra few million. I'm sure you agree as well. Um, so my, mo- my main point about Saquon is he needs to stay in New York. I don't have anything involved with him, but his finances will take care of themselves, and his legacy will be intact, especially if they can make a run over the next two, three years before his career fizzles out. Otherwise, I think he'll be like Tiki, even though he's a much better person, apparently, than Tiki. He just will be another a blip in the history of the Giants. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Well, I listen, uh, I, I, Tiki was a better running back than Saquon. He was more versatile. Um, well, I shouldn't say versatile, more healthier. I was going to say that. Um, I, think, I don't think he was more talented, but he but, had a better no, career. He had a, he had a much better start to his career. He had his fumbling issues, but he uh, he was relatively healthy. I think he was way more productive for the Giants. Different era. It's, it's tough to compare. You relied more on the running backs back in the day to actually sure. run the football. But he's not Tiki Barber. He, he's not. Now, what's interesting, Adam Schefter tweeted this out. doesn't look like any of the running backs are going to be franchise tagged. They were all franchise tagged last year. doesn't look like any of them are going to be franchise tagged, hmm. which means there's going to be a lot of competition to sign. And I don't know if Saquon Barkley is going to make a ton of money when I can go out and sign any of these running backs that are going to be now available, because it sounds like they're all going to test free agency, Peter. I mean, who would you rather have? Honestly, if I had to get a running back, mm-hmm. am I going to get Josh Jacobs or Saquon Barkley? I hear you. 
Right? I'm probably going to sign Josh Jacobs. Probably. So, but at all, at least you now know there's a lot of competition. I think that's what the Giants are banking on. Like, listen, Saquon, go out and get yours. I'm not going to give you 12.1 on the franchise tag. I think I can get you for cheaper. And if I can't get you for cheaper, maybe I'll get one of these other running backs on cheaper. So now we're starting to see why the Giants are dealing with what they're dealing with because I think they're saying, Saquon, I don't think you're going to get that much money in the open market, and I'm going to have my pick of the litter because all these guys are going to be free agents. So if I can't sign you, maybe I'll look to try to upgrade, at least upgrade from a health standpoint, because Saquon hasn't been able to stay on the field. I get that everything is business, and I certainly know that the teams see it that way. So I totally understand why the players see it that way. But sometimes with someone like Saquon, don't you just want to say, like, is it all, is this worth it every year? Like, the amount of millions that it's going to end up being net-net when it's all said and done. Don't you think if you're Saquon, you might have been a little bit happier as a person and relaxed to have taken a deal for a few years of like $10 million a year and not be sweating this every year? Yeah. Is this really fun? I mean, really, Saquon gets national TV commercials. He's the only giant who does, by the way. You get national TV commercials. I'm sure he, he obviously gets his share of local commercials and things of that nature. He's... He's got a, a million ways over time, given his his looks, his charisma, to make other money, no matter what. And you're talking about a net difference between even if you got the money, which you were never going to get, the, quote, McCaffrey money, th- the, the net that that would all be over the, the length of his contract on is before taxes, like, let's say it's eight, nine million dollars. Is that worth it? Like when you already have in the bank, when you're already gonna have twenty five, thirty million dollars, I just wonder how worth it is every year to play this game instead of being like, I'm gonna be a giant for a few years, I'm getting my three years, thirty million dollars, whatever it is, and I'm gonna be here just build my life. I don't know. It just seems like stressful every year to deal with this. But on the other end of it, does he want at least the opportunity to get out and go someplace where he's got a chance to win? Now that's a different story though. If 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 he really because it depends. He tells us what he really wants to be a lifetime giant, which is an option if you really want it. I I don't begrudge him at all if he's looking around and going, you know what? I gave it this first run of my career. Right. I'm looking at what I see here. I don't see any hope at a championship. But if you're offering me three years, $25 million, I might be able to get that someplace else that's got a better chance to win instead of a place that doesn't know who their quarterback is. And no, Once and it gets down to that much, I agree. You're talking about that's a little over $8 million a yeah, year? Yeah. I, I agree with you. And certainly, if you're thinking, I really want to win and I just don't see anything here, uh, let's go to JJ, North Carolina, Michael's favorite. Hey, JJ. Um, uh, a few things before I get to the Saquon thing. Now, I've been a diehard fan of the show for forever, so I notice little stupid things like this. Uh, Peter, I think you would appreciate this. When when uh, I think it's hilarious when Michael's trying to, you know, he mispronounces something and is like kind of like New York slash like Brock uh, Bronx accent comes mm-hmm. out, and he just ridiculously like says something that's not even close to how it's supposed to be said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You guys used that a few times, and when he had his uh, birthday celebration and his and his little drops, so when he goes like lunatic Ona or like something like that, is, is, I think I find. <laughs> well, I mean, everyone enjoys that, don't we? Yeah, yeah it's I, a given. Immensely. Yeah. Sure. What else you got, JJ? Especially, and also when Don is like pre- presenting like a scenario of like someone else's like opinion and like how he doesn't agree with it, and he just goes bull, and then pronounces his own thing. But a lunatic anyway, Ona. Um, 
<laughs> about the, uh, for uh, Saquon, I think they would just have a better. They can build a better team if they don't give him the money he's asking for. It's not going to be a tremendous amount, but obviously it's not what running backs should get. And if you look at this free agent class of offensive linemen, there's a lot of lot of studs out there that you can build up this offensive line that's been you know depleted for the last like ten years. We always you know trying to say the Giants need to get a better offensive line. There's a few tackles, a few guards. You can draft the running back. It's not a great uh, draft class for running backs, but you can get a guy in the fourth round that can do decent, solid work. That's you know capable of what Saquon has been doing, but not as talented, obviously. But I just think you can get beef up this offensive line, beef up his defense in the draft, maybe get a receiver there too. And who knows, maybe even trade trade for the number one pick with my stupid Bears and get a uh, Caleb Williams if, if my well, Bears actually I, I, I wonder if you were thinking the same thing I was thinking, guys. When I heard Ronan say a, a guy that he's right for New York, was, was that a shot at Williams? Because that's the one guy I wonder could he handle New York, mm. you know, uh, you know, with the whole crying thing after the loss, like, because I, I listen, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I know the inner personality of all of these quarterbacks, but Williams has been around for a while. Uh, the legacy of USC quarterbacks never succeeding in the NFL. Um, I wonder if he was kind of talking about Caleb Williams without mentioning his name. It, it's certainly one that on, that's on the table that we've talked uh. about, given. You know, the crying to mama part. Uh, just that one time. Uh, 1-800- also, the free agent running backs, Tony Pollard, um, Jacobs, Derek Henry's going to be a free agent if he's not tagged in Tennessee. Austin Eckler is going to be a free I'm so agent. Curious, like- I'm so curious to what uh, Derek can get. He's a guy that might be able to get more than you think. Well, I would, wouldn't. But there's a lot of tread on the tires, too. There is, but like he's still very good. Oh. <sighs> Uh, How one, old is he now? 1-800-919-3776. This is on the table, plus so much more. Michael joining us soon. Peter and Don on the K-Show on 98.7. And Don, do me a favor. Yes. Talk to me about pain. Friends, go see Dr. J. Saw. He's a double board certified pain specialist. Don't let your neck, back, joint, or nerve pain slow you down from doing all the things that you love. It's time to... Reclaim your active lifestyle. Call our friend Dr. Jay Shaw today at Samuel Payne. Dr. Shaw treats joint, neck, back, sciatica, nerve pain. Dr. Shaw is also a migraine and headache specialist. Procedures involve no cuts, scars, incisions, or downtime. Call Dr. Jay Shaw to take a non-surgical approach with precise image-guided procedures without pain medications. Enjoy life pain-free. Same day and next day appointments available. Go to SamuelPayne.com. Put an end to your pain and suffering today. Why wait any longer? Make your appointment with Dr. Jay Shaw. Go to SamuelPayne.com. Regain your active lifestyle. Enjoy all of your favorite activities pain-free. Samuel Payne now has three convenient locations in Woodbridge, Livingston, and a brand new office in Englewood to serve Bergen County. Visit SamuelPayne.com. You'll wish you'd met Dr. Shaw sooner. Most major insurance are accepted. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI 
to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy, hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. You watch uh, SNL this weekend? I, I, I saw a lot of the um, social media stuff. I did not watch it live. but I, I uh, The social media was the controversy of yes. the uh, monologue? Yes. That people thought it wasn't funny and I, other people thought it was funny? I watched it. I did too. And I didn't find it funny. At all? At all. Hmm. I, now, I, some again, I, I have no preconceived notions of him. The whole cancel we're, thing. We're talking I, about I, Shane Gillis. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't. You just know didn't the, laugh at it. I didn't know the background. I just didn't. I didn't. So find it I, I said I recorded my podcast today, and my co-host Cypher Sounds is a is a comic, and he's friends with Shane Gillis and knows his style well. I asked him. I was like, "Is that always what his style is? Does he always hold the mic weirdly, and does he always seem sort of tentative? That's his thing, right? Comedy. It's a weird thing. SNL has already had. Four comedians this year hosting. Mm. I think part of that is because with the writer's strike, a lot of people's projects didn't come out. So that the actors true, you true. would normally have promoting right. movies mm-hmm. don't have movies to promote. And so they're just being like, you know what? Let's just get popular comedians. But comedians are weird, right? Because they have their own style. I mean, you and I, I'm sure knowing you, my guess is you enjoy the you enjoy the work of uh, the great Stephen Wright. I did enjoy Stephen Wright, yes. If you showed a random person Stephen Wright... And said, here's 10 minutes of Stephen Wright. It might take them 10 minutes to have any idea what the hell's even going on, stylistically. It's just like, what is this guy? This is weird. He talks like he's about to fall asleep. I don't get it. So, like, it is weird to watch a monologue from someone and expect that everyone's going to be in on the joke right away. The the better comp is the one that I saw that was made this weekend was with Norm MacDonald. Like, Norm, if you didn't know anything about Norm MacDonald, if you just went into any... uh, Comedy club and Norm McDonald's performing. I'm sure there'd be a lot of people like, "This is oh, garbage." What's going on here? Yeah. But when you know his backstory and you've seen um, him on Saturday Night Live and you got to know him and got to know his style, he's hilarious. I remember seeing him at a club. I was falling over. And also, the thing about Norm McDonald is 
you can pretend to be Norm Macdonald and not be funny. He just something about the knowledge of Norm Macdonald and, and the backstory that makes whatever, it funny. Just makes it really funny. So that's why I again I'm not making any kind of protest. I didn't know. I just watched it. Didn't think unbiased. You weren't offended. Find you it funny. It funny. No, I didn't. Wasn't, I, see, I get comedy. And I get that there, there's lines that get crossed all the time. I remember Bill Burr was sitting here the day he wouldn't sign my kids' books because I had pink eye. Tough moment. And Michael asked him, I don't know if you remember, about you know the, the, the cancel culture. and all. He's like, all I care about are the 200 people or however many, however many people are in the room and getting them to laugh. I don't care what anybody else says about me. That's the only way a comedian can work. So you're going to offend people. You're going to step on If you got to explain the joke, it's never going to be funny. So I always give a little leash, I think, to a stand-up comic spot. So that As wasn't my play. Yeah, that too. wasn't my play. I just, I, I knew about the controversy, but I didn't know the things that he said. I, but I just watched them online, and I, I didn't happen to Did find Did you get to any of the sketches? No, that I did. The sketches were very good. No, no, no. I, I, I'm sorry. I take it back. I saw the Forrest Gump one. I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. And what was the? Did you see the Trump sneakers? No, I didn't see the Trump sneakers. There was very one funny. other one. I can't. Did not, you see the betting the one? The betting on your friend's uh, no. gambling problem? Uh, again, it was all social media, so I only got it in two minute dribs and drabs. So I saw like two and a half minutes. It was of good the though. Forest the sketches Gump. were and good. And there was one other one that I saw too. Oh, the Packer one. That apparently Packer fans are all upset. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I didn't watch that one in full yet. God, people but are always it's, upset. Um, Why do people get so... About comedy. It's a comedy show. It's SNL. I mean, jeez Louise, Papa Cheese. I enjoyed it. it. It is crazy. But the one that you told me um, from a couple of months ago, what was the name of that comedian that was on? Oh, the one that I loved? The sketch yeah, that Michael the, the and I loved? That, yeah, yeah the, with... Uh, Who was the host of that one again? <laughs> He's funny. I thought his monologue was hilarious, and I do think that was one of the funniest bits I ever saw. What was it like the, the revolutionary we're just talking about the future? Yeah, and just making fun of how dumb our country is <laughs> on a basic level. <laughs> but that was, but but comedy's subjective. I mean, maybe maybe if I watched him again or watched something else he did, I might find it funny. I don't know, but I I, and, I was just curious. Was but just... but it is very strange that you say that he did look nervous. But, but, but that, if that's, 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 that's his but shit. That, that's all you need to know, because I do think... Seif describes it as his style is he always looks like he's working it out in that moment. That is his style. And that's right. what he did. And maybe if I knew that going in, maybe it would be a lot funnier. Um, back to the phones. Whoa. How about getting a little Griffin in Connecticut? Really? On a, he yeah, was on a Monday? He was ignored on Friday by Michael. The I whole stand day? for it. I apologize for Michael. Griff, you deserve better. Thanks, Tom. You're welcome. Okay. I want to tell you guys a, a quick little thing before I get to my point. Um, this weekend, college game day was at UConn, so I went there. Ooh. I was able to meet uh, Steph Greenberg. Ooh, really? You know one. I was able to get a photo with him. He is a very nice dude. You guys work with some really nice people he at He is your a company. terrific dude. A lovely man, the Seth Greenberg. How did you get on camera? Uh... Yeah, they were. Uh, yeah, I did. When they did the grab bag, when they pick, when they do this little thing where they categories and they have to answer the question, they were over where I was sitting. So, I need to see you. Want to hear something amazing? I have audio. We somehow captured audio of when Griff met the team. <laughs> okay, uh, you ready? I would like to hear this. Here we go. Here's the minute he walked up. Hey guys, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God, Peter. Sorry. Griffin, what do you got for us today, buddy? That's why I, wrote, I love you, Peter. <laughs> love you, too, man. You really make the show funny. Oh, thank you. You're making me feel. You're making me blush. See, we missed this on Don't Friday. Don't listen to that. Been... 
I know. I don't get why Michael's scared you know, I don't know of why Michael doesn't like you, but hopefully the fact that Peter and I love you will compensate. Yeah, I agree. Um, I have a quick uh, Yankee point. Okay. Um, maybe you can ask uh, Michael this, but I was, I'm thinking, um, so you know you're starting rotation with the pitchers that you have. Um, and you know how they've been talks of maybe going after Snell or Montgomery and stuff. I wouldn't go after any more. I've been, I've been thinking maybe Anthony is a Yankee fan. Maybe he can help a little bit. I've been thinking that you go in this, into the season with the pitching stuff that you have. And if anything, if you need to upgrade your pitching staff, if you need to do anything that can help the team with the pitching wise, you try to do it during the trade deadline. Maybe somebody like a Dylan Cease is available. We don't know where the White Sox are going this year. Maybe they're down and Dylan Cease is available, and you can go out there and you can get him. I don't know. I just, I've just i been thinking that because already pitchers and catchers report, and they need a lot of time pitchers, I've been thinking how you just don't go after the pitchers that are out there, and you just maybe look at somebody during the trade thing if you need that, and you just rely with what you have. Uh, that's probably there will be. I would think at the trade deadline, there'll be plenty of options that they could get. But we're talking about just money with free agents. Now you're talking about having to deal prospects away, which Brian Cashman doesn't like to do. But I do agree with you. There'll be options there if you need a pitcher come July or before. Let's. Wow, this is great. I mean, can we do this? I don't even know if I can do this. Early Richard. This is crazy. Here we go. Let's give it a shot. You ready? Here he is. Richard! Hi, Michael, Peter. Uh, oh, no, it's Don. Don, I'm sorry. Don That's and right. Peter. Yeah. Sorry, there Michael. You go. Uh, fellas, you talked about kissing your sister. The genesis of, genesis of that expression was from the NFL. Now, up until 1972... What they did with ties would throw them out. Ties were very prevalent in the NFL. Yeah. And it's it was called kissing your cousin. A tie is like kissing your cousin. But the NFL made a mistake because what they did with ties was throw them out, which is significant because if you had two teams in a 14-game schedule, one team at 8-6 and six and the other team at 7-5-2, and two, the team that went 7-5-2 and two won the division. Even though if you make it a half win and a half loss, which it should have been, they would have been exactly the same. Right. So they changed that rule. And this has nothing to do with overtime or the 16-game schedule. They were in the wrong ideas yet about And they finally changed it to make ties, half wins, and half losses. But the expression was... Your tie is like oh. kissing your cousin. Well, what I, what I, a pleasure, well, thank, thank you, you, Richard. I think what happened was as they started to expand down south, they realized kissing your cousin's not that big of a deal. They right, had they were into it. Sister. Sure. Their cousin's they, not that, far enough. I think that's what people, Some people are into that. Like, oh, it's like well, kissing but, your cousin? But again, this is why I think that from a sports standpoint, we were stupid back in the day. You didn't have overtime? Oh, we're just tied. We're good. We're done. Do you, do you know when the NHL put in overtime? No. 1983. Wow. I mean, we were already two years into MTV, for God's sake. That's what they said. Why don't we play five extra minutes just to see? Let's just see what happens. No, they just decide we're tied. No, 60 minutes, that's all you get. Get out. You, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Get out of the we, building. We don't Come like on. doing this we're anymore. We're hosing down the seats. Get out. <laughs> I'm like, over. 
Overtime. Why go to overtime, Peter? No, not even a field goal. No, 60 minutes. Football game's over. Goodbye. Tied. What are so, we thinking? It's so bad. And I told you back, there was, a, there was a time where it's like if you won the regular season, they gave you a trophy. You're done. Well, nobody thought, why not playoffs? No, we we have our games. We we played ten games. Well, win over. here. That's it. We're done. We wanted something else because again, we were we're war someplace. So these guys had to go and fight for their country. I guess that's we were, a, that's, we, we were that's, really sports stupid. We were smarter as people back then, but from a sports standpoint, we were I, absolute morons. I, I think if we were to look into it, we're not smarter in any way, Don. I think if you were to look through it, there's not one category. I think you'd be like, you know what? They were really onto something then. I think you think they were stupid in every way. <laughs> With all due respect, uh, let's go to Antonio in Jersey. Hey, Antonio. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up? I got, I got to follow Griff and Dick. That's that's a tough spot to put me in. I know. You'll, you'll do fine. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so okay. I was talking about how you need to be a, <laughs> to be a certain kind of a person to be a, a QB in New York. Mm-hmm. And I just think there is way too much put into that New York kind of player narrative. Like, Everyone plays in the same field as everyone else. And Daniel Jones is a great example. He's a calm, cool, temperament kind of guy who doesn't get rattled, great demeanor. And guess what? He's failing here because he sucks and makes bad decisions on the field. Right, but you don't think the opposite could be true? Well, let's say you have have a ton ton of talent, but you can't handle the media, you can't handle the scrutiny. I, I do think there is a lot to being a quarterback in New York. Everybody knows who you are, right? You can't hide. Quarterback of the Giants in New York is a big deal. Jets, too. Peter, I think the wrong demeanor could have it blow up. You, all the things that Eli went through early in his career, 0.0 quarterback rating against the Baltimore Ravens, almost getting killed there. You, you don't think his demeanor helped him through that, that maybe a, a lesser mentality quarterback could have folded and never amounted to anything? I Definitely agree. a thing. No, it is a thing. It is a thing. But I also understand why the idea of it's there's too much made well, of it also. Well, I mean, certainly in Daniel Jones, it almost seemed they overlooked the ability. Right. They're like, but how don't, about that don't, temperament? Don't rate it number one. You still have to have the ability. Oh, no. His ability is whatever. But that temperament? Oh. Although, and you just wonder now when Gettleman says he was in full bloom love, was it with the quarterback or, or just or his, actual love? Yeah. He just I, loved yeah, him. I think he wanted to date him. 1-800-919-3776. Giants on the table. We'll also talk, of course, uh, some Rangers and Knicks from the weekend. Michael will be with us shortly. What anything they over there, uh, Anthony? Top nine. Oh, look, it's all coming together. Come on. Peter and I'm Don. I'm fun, to be honest with you. And Don, do me a favor. Yes. Tell me your name. Talk about ba- Bath Fitter, and then talk about traffic. Well, I'm going to tell you all that, starting with Don LaGreca here to tell you about my friends at Bath Fitter. They remodeled my mom's bath, did an awesome job. The process was easy. One expert installer, even with the customization she needed for a cast iron tub. It's done in one day with no demolition or mess. It's a beautiful, high-quality permanent solution. Bath Fitter provides a lifetime guarantee. Three million happy customers like my mom. For a limited time, get 0% interest and save $500 on a complete Bath Fitter system. So start designing your bath today at Bath Fitter Design. Design.com. There is only one bathroom. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. 
Shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. 1-800-919-3776, the K. Show, 98.7 ESPN. And yes, Michael will be with us any second. Any second. Can you believe that? I'm very excited about it. Uh, but before we get to him, let's get to the uh, very, very busy phone lines. Do it. Uh, Ryan in Babylon. Hey, Ryan. Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, two quick points. Just one for Saquon. Um, I really hope he just takes you know the experience here. The guy came on a sinking ship and was the second overall pick, which half the fan base hated, but he's leaving on a high note. Everyone loves him. Uh, you know, I really think he should just get out of town and save his legacy while he can. And then, Peter, I just had a quick question for you. Is there any way that the uh, commanders could have assembled a worse staff for bringing in a new quarterback? Well, who, who are you referring to specifically? Uh, Cliff Kingsbury hiring Dan Quinn for a defensive guy. We've seen that really not pan out for a lot of people. But really, I mean, Cliff has just every quarterback he's touched has just gone to the garbage. I mean, Caleb was pretty good last year. He was fine. It was his worst year, though, for sure. Same with True. Tyler, you know? That is a good point. It was Caleb's worst year. <laughs> no, you're not yeah. wrong. And But I don't think that, listen, Barkley came into a toxic situation because Gettleman just didn't know what he was doing. The Giants were trying to win when clearly they didn't have the talent to do it. I don't. Do you find it toxic now? I think they're trying to clean up the toxicity left by Gettleman. But listen, if Barkley wanted to leave because there's a team out there that needs a running back that's got a chance to win, more power to him. But I, I, I do think the Giants are trying to clean up the mess. I, I got to say something. Do we do we have anyone uh, this company? I know we care about things that happen here. Sure, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. This is uh, this is the worldwide leader. You know what I'm saying? ESPN. Yes. This is this is this right here. This is the mothership. Mm-hmm. This is the four letters. This is ESPN. Where are you getting? I can't look at Richard Jefferson's chest anymore. And we're on yes. So this is both of his homes. Yeah. Does anybody, I want to know from Flip, does anybody make the phone call of, hey, dude, button up? It's, it's, you look nuts. I mean, he looks, if anybody could do it, it'd be Flip. I'm looking right now. I don't now. know how he looks on yes. Does he, does he look like yeah, does he, on yes? Does he do that? Does anybody know if he does it on yes? Maybe he doesn't do it for Nets games, although I think he does. But Don, right now, if you see him, we're watching him right now. 
If you see how far down it goes. Don, I'm talking about entire chest. What are we doing? I don't understand what... Was he Ron Duguay? I just don't get what what, what the point well, is. Uh, now, I don't think... Again, do I watch him on yet? I hear him on yet. Sure. But I can't tell you that I'm sitting there watching the stand-up before a game on the court. Right. Play. I can't imagine he's doing that on yes. Why we at ESPN allow it? Look, I have no idea. Hold on, if you hit the if they hit the close up here, Don, you really have to get a, a close up of how how much chest he's showing. It is literally going down to if he were to stand up, it could be an inch above the navel. And it's what just, are we doing? It's just, when is that a good look? And it's also not. It's not creating some great brand where everyone's like, oh, we got to get more RJ because we need to see. He needs to see. I skin. don't know anybody else that does that outside of like an owner of a strip club. <laughs> I just don't understand. He's a very talented broadcaster. No, it has nothing to do with that. But I, I just, someone's got to pick up the phone, for, for God's no, sake. I, I think all it is is somebody needs to pick up a phone. Michael, how do you, he won't say anything, of course. No, but of course. I mean, well, what did I walk in on? I just, I, Art, Richard Jefferson is showing, he's, he's basically nude today on ESPN. Well, I, I've, I've said this before. I don't say I won't say anything. All it's right. way too low. It, go, it, it looks like J-Lo's dress all those years ago <laughs> at the Oscars. <laughs> and sorry, RJ, J-Lo, you are not. I mean, I, I love or I love Richard Jefferson. I really do. It, it, I guess it's his thing now. It shouldn't be. But it's almost <laughs> it showing. Shouldn't his be. Junk. It's not working. No, it's not it's, working. It's not what you want. No. It's not what you want. But it's what you get. We're happy we have you though. Yeah, I'm you're happy what we too. want. Yeah. How's everything going? You know, Boy, it's, in it's the good. light of this studio, I really look like a mess with this beard. Oh, I, wow. I got to see. Hold me, see if we could do. It. Oh, it's if awful. we can get. I can't tell. The TV's too far, and you guys know I'm blind. Can you see anything, Don? No, I could see. How is it? Oh, they're I zooming in. They're, get, they're getting tighter. Keep on going, Greek. Get all the way in. Let's see it. Oh, it's boy. It's there. Oh, boy. It's picking up, Don. Are you you might have been any, wrong. Are you doing any maintenance, Michael? Excuse me? Are you doing any maintenance to the beard? Um, I, I've, I've trimmed it a little bit, you know, so it's not like just animalistic. But, you know, the next step is just to go full goatee and then to go full pusic. Oh man, we are we are moments away. Although I, I got to tell you one thing, and, and Don Don's going to be surprised. I'm kind of digging it, and I, I've had some discussions oh. with Yes Management today. Okay, and I said, how would we feel if I carried this into the season? And they they didn't think they'd feel well. You mean really? feel, feel uh, Oh, really? They'd be upset with it. I don't think that they they really want that to happen. And now who's they? I need to. Uh, we, I need you know, names. You, you, you're not going to get names on, 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 over the air, Don. I'll, I'll maybe tell you off the air. Well, I can huh. look up who these people are no. now. Now people can look it up and just assume it's everybody. Well, so yeah. might as well just give names. I don't think that's the. Well, no, I, I don't think that's a smart, prudent thing to do. Am I right? People yeah, I don't what? think that's the prudent thing to do. I think you can just tell you off the air who it is. But that's that is very interesting, Michael. Yeah, you, I, I, I really, I mean, I, I really look terrible now. You know, but you know what I thought about this weekend. By the way, speaking of terrible looks, do you remember how we we once had worked with a great beloved man named RJ, and yeah. he and he made the move to go work on the morning program. Never forgive him. And <laughs> after doing my uh, middle of the night work this week with WWE, mm-hmm. um, where I, I was on I was on the air at four a.m. It makes what RJ is doing even more curious. It's no, no. Uh, just listen to me closely and okay. clearly. All right. If if I at Hot ninety seven, they said, "Hey, if you want to continue mornings, you need to be in here every day at four o'clock." Because God is my witness, they would never even hear my of another sound come out of my mouth. It would go. Oh. 
and I would just hand over a key card, and you'd see me walk so out no, the door. With no two weeks notice. No, you would never see me belly, again. Nothing. No, it is. Oh, that's really interesting. You feel that way. <laughs> I will never do this again. It was such a nightmarish way. I can't. I actually look okay. I can't believe I look that good considering it was four a.m. I. I. It was. Michael, it's 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 not a way to live. It's no way to live. And he could well, it could have been with us in the afternoons. I've I've told you the story about my wife. You know, she did twenty minutes, twenty minutes, twenty years of morning television. And if you're a woman like oh. on the Today Show, you're getting up at two thirty in the morning every that's day. Not, that's not life. Just and she to this day she sleeps like uh, a hummingbird. She can't sleep. It, it ruined her sleeping pattern for life. It's it's an unbearable. Like, listen, there's one thing to get up at five thirty, right? There, there's levels. Once you're in the like your alarm, I think RJ's alarm goes off in the threes. Good, he deserves it. Once you're in that space, man, that's no way to. He live. he did not enjoy his time here. With Why? us? No, he Why? must not. Well, you think it was us? Yes. I mean, we're much better to work. Well, dude, with we just said he Dave. had a choice, and he's choosing hell. He chose hell over us. And that's, no right. that's no offense to Rick or Dave. It's not even about that. No. He gets, uh, he'd rather get up at 3 o'clock in the morning every day than work with us at normal hours. He did not like one of us or multiple <sighs> units of us. Yeah, something. but I've been told that you know it was a career move because he was he was beneath Andrew in the pecking order. No, he was the producer out. of the show. And now he could look at it and go, you know, if he had just waited, Andrew left... And then he, but instead, the guy who benefits from it is the Pusick. It's it's true, the Pusick. Look at him, and now he has a whole bet named after him. <laughs> Imagine if the bet would have been like RJ's hair. I would have loved to have put product oh, like that in my hair. You could only dream to look like that. Now I, I look like oh, and I, I am told. I'm told by the powers that be, uh, Don. I received a text message. RJ does not do it. RJ not. Santillo, Richard Jefferson does not pull the chess business on yes. No. No chess on yes. It wouldn't stand for it. Good yeah, for because yes. Because you know what? It wouldn't be allowed. Imagine yeah. if, if if that opened the door on yes and I would do it. Oh. Ian Eagle has a great chest. He would do it. <laughs> Is that Noah true? Eagle has a young, burgeoning chest. He would do it. <laughs> oh, my God. Strong. Strong. Yeah. Well, you know what else is strong going to be the rest of the show? Oh. I mean, the beginning was great. It's oh. just, it's, I mean, we've got so much stuff to do. You kidding? Yay! Uh, we're going to talk some storm in the court, too. Oh, we haven't we haven't touched it yet? So Really? No, we're ready. Oh, I'm glad you left that. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. all coming up. Oh, yeah. Right here. What, who, who's next? Who, is anybody reading? Don wants to talk reading. about cars. In yeah, because, 20... cause it, it's amazing because my, my computer screen's not telling me that. So well, here's Don. In 2024, you get more at Ramsey Mazda, more selection and more savings for a limited time. They'll waive the first lease payment. Lease a new 2024 Mazda CX-30 for just $189 a month and now get your first lease payment on them at Ramsey Mazda, Route 17 North in Ramsey. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Call 833-853-2970 for lease details. Excludes tax, title, and registration, zero security deposit. VIN RM6368088, MSRP 26445 ends 229. 24. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.